Hi, this is Feed, Play, Love, the parenting podcast that you can fit in your pocket. Short, informative and interesting interviews about everything from toilet training to how emotion coaching works. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. The next interview is one of the diamonds from our archive. Enjoy. If you have a child under six, chances are you know all about the chaotic extremes of emotions they can experience. From tantrums about, I don't know, you threw away their finished hot chocolate cup, to sadness because Nemo's family was killed in the first five minutes of the movie, or maybe it's anger that their little brother took their toy. As parents, these emotions can be difficult to manage and negotiate, but the better we teach our kids about their emotions, what we call emotion coaching, the better they will do throughout life. We're talking resilience, dealing with disappointment, anger, making friends and dealing with conflict. Lynn O'Grady is a psychologist and national project manager at Kids Matter, an Australian early childhood mental health initiative about motion coaching. She's got some very practical tips on how we can do this with our kids. Hi, Lynn. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Good, thank you. Thanks for inviting me to have a chat today. No problem. Look, my thing about this stuff is that as adults, we also experience big emotions, but do children experience them differently? I mean, what's it like for them? Look, I think the examples you you just ran through reminded me of the many different emotions and and situations that children do find themselves in. And sometimes as adults, we can be a bit dismissive of of those things or or sort of have an attitude that they've got to get on with it and, you know, stop making a fuss or whatever. So I think in in more recent years, though, we've started to recognise that it's better if we actually tune in to those emotions that children might be having at those difficult times and then use, use them and help them to give names to the way they're feeling, to help them to really sort out what it is they're feeling and what they can do about those feelings. So we're much more aware than perhaps, you know, when I was a child and, and we've sort of, our feelings are a bit dismissed perhaps. So there's lots and lots of feelings and it's different to us because they don't have the language, they don't have the experience, they don't um, have something to draw back on, the, you know, the history of when I dealt with this last time, I did this and that helped or it didn't help. So we're the guide for that really, we're, help, we're the ones that can help them to um, to really learn how to deal with all of these many, many emotions they feel in a typical day. So those examples I gave could be a child who's six years of age or a child who's two years of age. Yeah. When can we start talking to our kids about their emotions? What age? Look, I think from birth, children, babies are picking up on how we use language, how we um, how we show emotion ourselves. So I think it's always important for parents and carers to be thinking about how are we managing our own emotions and how are we modelling. And babies, we know, picking up on, on that and, and the way that, that we label emotions, the way we talk about emotions, the way we we deal with our own emotions is, is starting right from birth. So using language that, that they're picking up on, I think, from birth, is is really important and and helping them noticing how they're feeling and using words that that describing how they might be feeling looks like and and parents do this all the time you know looks like you're a bit sad today or looks like you're a bit grumpy or and and helping put words words to that and then obviously you 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 increase that and you 
use storybooks and you use TV shows and you use all the day-to-day experiences that you're coming up with and you keep building on that. For a two-year-old, that looks quite different to, to when the child's getting older and has, has more of their own language to pick up on. So there's a whole lot of, lot of day-to-day conversations that can happen as well as that modelling that you can draw upon right, right from the start of, of a child's life, I think. Really, it's a very important skill for us as well as our kids, I guess. Um, And if we could, Lynn, I'd love to break it down into what I see as some of the more challenging emotions that we deal with as parents, Um, starting with the one that I experience often, (laughs) and that's (laughs) anger. So the example I made in the introduction is a real example. Um, My... I just last week threw out two um, coffee cups, takeaway coffee cups. They had ants all over them and I just was getting them out of the car and my daughter, who's almost five, got really very cross and and completely had a meltdown. Mm -hmm. So for some parents, especially after a long day of similar experiences, that can be quite frustrating. Yeah. How do you suggest we deal with that situation? Yeah. Look, I'd, I'd love to have a really simple, you know, quick quick fix and, and I, I, it's always hard to do that because each situation is different and each parent and carer is different and each child is different. So, you, you know, you talked about your daughter being, being becoming very upset about that and it was the end of the day. So you've got, you've got a set of circumstances there that might be different to another day or another child. So, you know, some children will be distressed about different things and other, other children might not show, might not care about that and might not show any any sort of interest in that. Um, and then there are certain you know things on any particular day, time of day, where the kids are tired or hungry is, is part of that. But also I think, and, and the idea of emotion coaching is really that adults get in touch with their own emotions and their own um, way that they're feeling first because that will flow on and that will have a really big um, impact. So you've got this interaction happening. It's you feeling a particular way and then it's, that's then flowing onto the child and then the child responds in a particular way which flows back to you. So you've got this this kind of dance going on with the emotions in the centre of it and then you know you're the, you're the adult you're the one that can kind of shift this we can't expect children to be the ones that are going to shift it but we can be aware through our own awareness and our own sort of emotional intelligence or emotional skills to kind of go okay what's going on here let's let's get this in perspective let's put the proportion around it what what warrants that um, and it might be just saying okay you know we it's time for us to do this now or this is really upsetting and it's really frustrating but let's just do what we have to do and then come in come inside or, or whatever the, the situation is um, but yeah there's always a lot a lot around it and it's sort of understanding what's happening underneath it that sometimes the actual incident itself is just the tip of the iceberg and it's actually other and anger is really classic with that you know people are sort of showing the anger at the top but there's a whole lot of stuff going underneath and if you just keep dealing with the anger you're not actually looking at well, what's underneath and what do we what can we learn from this so that we can we can kind of grow and develop so there's a real temptation I think with young children when they get angry to tell them to um, just get over it Mm, (laughs) especially if they're getting continually upset yeah but is it right to say that what might be small and insignificant for us is actually a really big deal for them Look, it can be, and I, I think it's a balance between um, helping children to be heard and to feel like something matters to them and to be their emotions valued and, and taken into account because emotions are telling us something, that if we're angry about something as, as people, whether we're a child or an adult, it's because there's, there's something that's not right. So anger is a really good sign 
sign that, that something's violated, we're, you know, we've lost something, um, we want something, you know, it's a really big signal that there's something going on here and something's not right. And, and for children who don't feel heard or that... that that's sort of not validated, well, then they, they learn to either escalate and keep keep doing it until they get what they're wanting or withdraw and not, not just give up. And that's a kind of helplessness. And, you know, you've got extremes between that. But they're the risks, I guess. And and so helping children to feel like their, their emotions are valid and telling us something um, and balancing that with not making it any bigger, but finding out what's going on, validating the emotion, trying to problem solve it, um, giving it, you know, the way that it needs to have and that's not overdoing it but it's certainly not underdoing it either and putting it in context and sometimes it is we just need to take a breath now and we'll go and talk about it you know when we're a bit calmer because obviously parents can can also feel very frustrated and and get very upset and and often these things happen in a very public place or when there's other people and you know you're feeling judged and criticized and all that sometimes and so that can add to your own frustration your own anger so that can bounce off each other really um, in a way that's not very helpful so trying to contain it in that situation but then come back to it later to really say I could see you're really upset about what happened there let's talk about it and, and maybe and not, try to work it out and not do it while they're having a meltdown in the middle yeah, of the shopping centre that's right um, you've just got to kind of get out of there at that point <laughs> get <I reckon>. out <laughs> abandon ship yeah um, I think so look before I leave you I, I did want to mention that um, lots of kids are starting school this week mm. and then there's next week to come and they might yes. be feeling a bit sad and nervous yeah. or even next week overwhelmed at the thought yeah, that they might have to go every day or well, they do That's have right. to go every day. Um, it's a bit of a shock <laughs> to some children. They have to go back again next exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> What's that about? So yeah. how do we talk to them about those kinds of emotions? Yeah, look, again, it's, it's going to be different for different children. So some children will be responding with great excitement and be loving this and really want to go back and that's great to, to help, you know, build that excitement and to enter into it but also, you know, to check in that, you know, that um, there's lots of different things that happen at school. So, you know, sort of um, giving them some heads up that, you know, that, that all sorts of things will happen and it's great that they can come home and talk about them. And then for those children that are not not wanting to go, I, I think it's really important to, again, sort of hear what's going on for them. And you know your own child, so you'll know is this typical that they'll kind of settle in, they take a while to settle, they'll settle in and then they'll be fine? Or is this something new that there's something, a bit of a sign for you and you're feeling a bit anxious that you perhaps want to try to talk with them about what's going on but maybe needing to, to check in with the teacher as well. So building that relationship with the teacher as well, getting a sense of what's happening at school. If you're worried, it's worth checking out. Check with the child first, but if you're still worried, check and, and talk to the teacher and get a bit of extra information, a bit of support as well and, and build that partnership with the teacher. So I, I think that they're fairly simple. That's kind of some simple advice I think that I can pass on that, it, that will be useful. It's great advice, Lynn. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That's Lynn O'Grady. She's from Kids Matter. She's a National Project Manager and Psychologist and we'll pop links up to their website where they've got lots of handy tips for this kind of thing on our website this afternoon. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.